Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play episode. Boy, with all of the painful news of Disneyland's ongoing closure, it's time to celebrate something wonderful. And this time of year is the time to do that. Join us as we visit both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure to recall the magic, the spookiness, and festivities of Halloween. We see Main Street USA all decked out, a unique pumpkin wayfinding experience in the central hub. Visit the pumpkin tree in Frontierland as well as the festival Dia de los Muertos. And what could be better than Nightmare Before Christmas at the Haunted Mansion? Then it's off down Buena Vista Street at Disney California Adventure to visit the Headless Horseman, check out Coco in Paradise Park, and take a look at the most unusual Halloween theming ever in Radiator Springs. It's a full itinerary, so wear your casual sneakers and come join us. You can also uh, find keynotes, photos, and even video on our show notes, and I highly recommend that because it is the souvenir guide to this, to this podcast. Over 50 images of Halloween in both of the parks, plus some videos, you'll definitely want to check out DisneyAtPlay.com as well. Well, as we head into the promenade of the Disneyland Resort, we clearly see there are choices on both sides to enjoy this Halloween time of year. We decide to head toward the happiest place on Earth, which is now kind of the spookiest place on Earth, so to speak, as we head into Disneyland. At the entrance of the turnstiles, we see this kind of uh, pumpkin patch of crazy Mickey characters, um, Toontown characters, so to speak. It looks like it's almost out of Toontown. They're all big, big, giant-sized pumpkins, but shaped in the size of our beloved Disney characters. As we pass the turnstile, we see the Main Street train station, and in front of it, a beautiful orange, white, and purple Mickey floral portrait with a, a big, uh, Mickey's wearing a Halloween mask for the event. There's uh, colorful bunting uh, outside the train station, and as we go underneath the train uh, railway, we head into Town Square, only to see that same festive Halloween bunting occur throughout. Buildings are decked out in Halloween decor, leaves are found everywhere, um, lamp fixtures are all decorated, and boy, are there pumpkins. Pumpkins in every shape and form along the buildings and sides. It is definitely festive. But I have to say, of all the pumpkins, well, I think my favorite is over at Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln in Town Square. There, in one of the store windows, you see a very um, tall, elongated pumpkin with a carving of Abraham Lincoln himself and with a top hat on top of it and a black bow tie underneath. It perfectly sets the decor, as do all the pumpkins. They all tell the story of what's going on in Main Street. Before you head down the street, however, you'll want to stop and check out probably the biggest pumpkin of them all. It sits where the Christmas tree usually sits um, later on in the year. But this is a little pumpkin patch with a big old Mickey pumpkin 
um, right there for your photos and to enjoy taking a picture of. You head down Main Street, and I'm telling you, can you can you not stop at the Carnation Cafe? Not only is it all decked out for Halloween time, but you know they've got these great. Disneyland has defined the holiday experience food-wise, and you go in and you find all of these great tasting, unique dishes set aside for the holidays, especially desserts. You can't help but find very unique desserts as you go through this uh, Halloween experience. You head on down uh, the street past Casey's Corner and then you make your way down to the Central Plaza. You'll recall that the Central Plaza at its center is the partner statue with Walt and Mickey. Around it are beautiful marigolds as well as a set of pumpkins. And I'm going to uh, share an actual video of my description of these unique pumpkins and what they do at Disneyland Park. Here is a series of pumpkins that surround the center of the park. Take a look at our first one here. It's Tarzan. And notice underneath it, it says Adventureland. That's perfect because actually Tarzan is pointed in the direction of Adventureland out in that area. Let's go to our next one. You'll see that we have Jack Skellington for New Orleans, and then we have Woody for Frontierland. And obviously, what do those two point toward? They point toward Frontierland and New Orleans beyond that. Over here, we have Winnie the Pooh for Critter Country, also beyond Frontierland. And then we have Tinkerbell for Fantasyland. And you see, it's pointed where? Nowhere but Sleeping Beauty Castle, where Fantasyland is. The whole thing continues on with some other characters. We have Roger Rabbit for Toontown. And then beyond it, we have Buzz Lightyear for Tomorrowland. Again, a very simple, intuitive way to create a wayfinding experience within the park. If you think about it, the entire park has wayfinding within its thematic structure. The best example, Sleeping Beauty Castle. It becomes an icon to kind of mark where people should go and where to find the center of the park because the castle lays right there at the center. It's all part of creating a wayfinding experience at Disneyland. Well, following that little wayfinding advice from these pumpkins, we head into Frontierland. This is an opportunity to check out the Halloween tree. It's an unusual oak tree that's uh, near uh, Davy Crockett's uh, uh, Mercantile and also the Golden Horseshoe Saloon. This tree is actually inspired by Ray Bradbury's 1972 fantasy novel, The Halloween Tree. In it, uh, it tells a story of a group of trick-or-treaters who learn about the origins of Halloween while on an adventure to find their missing friend. Uh, Bradbury dreamed of having a Halloween tree at Disneyland. You may recall Ray Bradbury. He actually helped with the design of Spaceship Earth at Epcot. And by the way, he also helped provide the screenplay for what is my favorite Disney horror film, Something Wicked This Way Comes. It, um, it uh, is just an homage to Ray Bradbury. And uh, on the 35th anniversary of his novel, he said... Quote, I belong here in Disneyland ever since I came here 50 years ago. 
I'm glad I'm going to be a permanent part of the spirit of Halloween at Disneyland. This is what he said on the day that uh, that pumpkin was uh, pumpkin tree was inaugurated, which was um, back in uh, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo, back in 2007 when it officially became the Halloween tree. From there, we move over to Zocalo Plaza, which is next to the Rancho del Zocalo restaurant, Restaurante and uh, very near to Big Thunder Mountain. Here we have an opportunity to celebrate Dia de los Muertos. This is a holiday to remember loved ones that have passed on um, while embracing eternal connections with them. To commemorate the occasion, the park features a musical trio of iconic skeleton figurines called uh, calicas, brightly colored flowers. You see lots of marigolds everywhere you go in this area. And then also um, other decorative items. They have these kind of tables or ofrendas in which they kind of put out offerings to remember the dead during uh, this time of year. And of course, uh, you can uh, enjoy great Mexican food right next door at Rancho de Zocalo. Oftentimes they have uh, Halloween specials as well during this time of year. From here in Frontierland, we head toward New Orleans Square to the happiest haunt of them all, the Haunted Mansion. Only at Disneyland, Halloween and Christmas is the time to celebrate the nightmare before Christmas. Here we have what's known as the Haunted Mansion Holiday. And it is the most brilliant uh, layover of everything that you can imagine dealing with the film Nightmare Before Christmas. You come to a big old archway and you see Jack Skellington staring at a snowflake trying to figure it all out while sitting on a pumpkin. You see spider webs cast everywhere. A, a door sign is in the shape of a wreath that has fangs attached to it. Um, over nearby, you may need to get a fast pass if you don't have max pass, but that's okay. You just enter into a private set, a uh, private uh, cemetery to grab your fast pass. And then you get into the queue. In the middle of the lawn is a pumpkin patch with a big, uh, pretty scary looking scarecrow. But this scarecrow isn't uh, dressed up for Halloween. He's dressed up with Christmas with a Santa Claus hat on top as well. And as you approach the mansion, my goodness, it is just over the top. There's a calendar and a clock uh, noting how many days before Christmas. Um, there is pumpkins all over, skeletons all over, and scores and scores of candles. It goes on and on and on uh, throughout the house, and it looks amazing at night as well as during the day. And then nearby is a hearse. It, too, has been decorated completely for the Halloween experience. Come step inside and you'll see that it's the Haunted Mansion, but it sure has a lot of different things attached to it. For instance, instead of stretched portraits, you have these beautiful stained glasses 
framed that at the right time during this stretch completely um, break and reveal a more sinister uh, Christmas type experience. You step into your doom buggies and you head throughout the Haunted Mansion through a whole range of experiences all tied to Nightmare Before Christmas. You see Jack Skellington, you see all of the gang. The Oogie Boogie Man is unbelievable as an animatronic. Lights up. This The entire uh, cemetery is, is covered in snow for the holidays with pumpkins lighting up and talking and singing um, as, along with you as they go through um, the entire experience. It is one you do not want to miss. This is a reason to book a trip to Disneyland just to see this over the holidays because it is an extraordinary experience to visit, um, to come and see this at Disneyland. We leave Disneyland and head over to Disney California Adventure to a whole different take on Halloween, but all the spookiness you have come to love and respect. As you enter through the gates, you see the Oogie Boogie Man on top of the entrance to the park with a big Halloween um, tree uh, spread in the background as you enter. Um, you walk down Buena Vista Street, the music is playing, and all of the decorations have been given a subtle touch appropriate to the theme of the 1920s. There is very formal purple draping um, going throughout the entire street, almost ominous to a funeral type experience. And then there are the bats. If Disneyland is about Halloween, then Buena Vista Street is about the bats and they are all over, even extending out of the belfry of, Cal of the uh, Carthay Circle Theater. And then at night, well, we'll talk about night in a few moments, but as we head down the street, we see there are lots of um, souvenirs that can be purchased for the Halloween time. Disneyland loves its Halloween merchandise. And here they've not only capitalized on merchandise unique to Disneyland and all things there, especially Nightmare Before Christmas, but over here to Disney California Adventure as well. You can't get enough of the retail offerings that are available when you visit uh, Disney California Adventure and Disneyland. You pass by uh, the local candy shop and there you see treats being made, uh, Rice Krispie uh, uh, treats in the form of uh, skeletons, uh, kind of Mickey skeleton type things. And as you come toward the center of uh, the, uh, well, actually it's kind of the turnabout where you turn toward Hollywoodland, what you see before you is a statue of the infamous Headless Horseman. The horse rearing its um, bucking up, the headless horseman carrying a pumpkin. It looks ominous, but not as ominous as it will at night, as we'll soon learn in a few minutes. Senora, 
We are here at Paradise Gardens Park in the Plaza de la Familia, here to celebrate Coco. Since this Pixar film came out, Disney California Adventure has been celebrating the experience of Coco, and it's a terrific experience, including a musical celebration show which appears utilizing dancers, musicians, and fantastic uh, puppets. We uh, enter this beautiful little plaza uh, full of shade and decor. We see lots of little exhibits and hands-on experiences. For instance, this beautiful uh, uh, family tree of life comes uh, is represented in one location. It's a great little place uh, for photos. And another location, you'll see that there is this place called Recuerdos de Mi Familia. And in it, you are able to take something that's equivalent to like a little paper name tag. And you're able to write the name of a family member that you miss, that has passed on, that you love. And you're able to hang this onto these, um, uh, onto this uh, set of chains or, or um, well, it just suspends from, um, from this trellis. And you're able to add your family name to this, uh, to this Wercredis. Uh, that's available there. It's very touching and it's a very unique aspect of Halloween at the Disneyland Resort. Well, the last thing I remember, Doc, I started to swerve and then I saw the jag slide into the curve. I know I'll never forget that horrible sight. I guess I found out for myself that everyone was right. We are at Radiator Springs at Disney California Adventure, and I have never seen any Halloween overlay as unique and as crazy as it is in Radiator Springs. A couple of years ago, management decided that they wanted to go full-out Halloween at Disneyland, at Disney California Adventure. It had always been taking place over at Disneyland, but the problem with it is that they were anticipating enormous crowds with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up. And as a result of that, well, they decided that they would move um, specialty parties and events over to Disney California. Adventure and in order to do that they decided that they were gonna have to really decorate this park and nowhere have they done it in a bigger way than at Radiator Springs When you come to the entrance of this land which already is dripping with details and theming just as a Cars Land experience you are welcomed by a sign which shows a, a vehicle on a broom with a witch's hat going over the moon and on there you say you see a sign that says happy haul as in hauling a car happy haul a ween from cars land and in front of it is a sort of scarecrow car with makeshift um uh parts like uh driver's license plates for a smile and hubcaps for eyes and and tire treads painted purple for the hair plus uh, a cone um, a safety cone painted black for a witch's hat 
this is your entrance into Cars Land. Just as you find Garland stretched from one side of the other to the street, they have Garland stretched along the street at uh, Cars Land during this time of year too, only it has this sinister look as they've taken two white walls, put in a small hubcap in, inside to create eyes, um, made taken mufflers to create eyebrows, and then added um, cones upside down, safety cones upside down to create uh, teeth. So you have this kind of ministering uh, look, plus um, spider webs um, that light up at night. It's it's just totally, totally different. You go by Tomaters, Towing and Salvage, that's where, um, that's where one of the attractions is. And the sign, Tomaters uh, sign, um, is decorated with bat wings on it. And it says, Mater's Graveyard Jamboree. So they have just taken and found a way to, to Halloweenize, if that's a word, every little detail of this experience. It's amazing. Walking down the street, there are movie posters about upcoming movies. <laughs> these are, I've got to read these to you. Brought to you in vivid truck color. Caught on a road where they don't belong, they have one off-ramp to escape to Hitch Mountain. Presented by Buena Voltage um, dis, uh, dis, distri Distributors. Um, it's just, and it's rated G, general parking, all cars permitted. So, very, very peculiar. Next sign is double feature. Undead batteries and undead batteries jump again. <laughs> so this one, by the way, is um, rated R, restricted um, um, something vehicles, uh, licensed vehicles re <laughs> required. And then the final one is Trollywood Pictures, uh, as in Hollywood Pictures. Trollywood Pictures presents Hocus Spocus. Three wacky witches, one hilarious comedy, and it shows it shows three cars on a on a witch's broom, and uh, and it's and it's heading over a full moon. So this just is some of the creativity over at um, at uh, the uh, I don't want to say maters. I want to say over at uh, where you get uh, tires. There's a whole set of tires, and in it they have added Halloween theming inside. So it's like this orange and black set of Oreo cookies all stacked up with, um, with lights emanating from it. In the windows, um, there are pumpkin tires, so to speak. In other words, the, there are these treads coming out um, of the pumpkin to kind of create the texture of uh, tires. Over at the Crazy Cone uh, Motel, you have um, those same uh, safety cones, but they've been decorated like they were pumpkins with kind of this carved out uh, Halloween look to each one of the cones as you get in line. Oh, and by the way, we haven't forgotten food. Lots of different kinds of, you know, uh, uh, pumpkin fudge, pumpkin churros, you know, it's, it's all that crazy. Well, of course, corn is the thing at the crazy cone, um, popcorn, so to speak. So you get this Halloween version of 
popcorn and so forth. Over um, and in one corner, you see the Horn of Plenty with uh, this, um, I don't even know how to begin to describe it, gas cans emanating from um, these, uh, this cone that just I, i'm sorry you're just gonna have to look at the notes page to see this thing because it's just it's just so over the top and so so unique it's just radiator springs it radiator springs is already um amazing as it is and by the way this segues to our next section because i'm telling you uh, there's nothing more amazing than dusk at Radiator Springs when it turns from day to night. It's just like in the film where it all lights up with all the neon. Only at Halloween, it all lights up with its Halloween decor as well. And it is an amazing place to be there at nighttime. Lots of purple and orange lights. There's a pinata of a car, a giant car. Um... <clears throat> Um, that has been done. Well, actually, it's not a pinata. It's kind of looks like a, it's been done out of um, out of uh, paste and uh, uh, that kind of thing. But it's actually kind of like Dia de los Muertos, but it's like Car de los Muertos um, is actually what that is. Uh, you see the main statue in town, and it's got a witch's hat. There's a um, there's a wreath up on top. All of it is just, and all the mountains. The mountains in Carsland already are amazing as they light up in the nighttime. But here they light up in blues and purples and greens and oranges. It is truly an amazing place to be at Halloween time. We leave Radiator Springs and what a perfect time to go next door to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. What Tower of Terror brings to the fear of Halloween at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout does just that and more at Disney California Adventure. Let me tell you, this is not your father's Tower of Terror. This thing has been redesigned to create a giddy, funny, crazy, scary experience unlike any others. You join all of your favorite uh, friends from um, from the film, uh, especially Rocket, who uh, makes it possible for you to, um, uh, to escape uh, from this. Um, the drops themselves, you have more airtime in this attraction. The rock music, whether it's Born to be Wild or Burning Love or Free Ride, I'm telling you, this, the, there is just a vibe to this attraction, a sense of fun. It is the best of Marvel, and it is just, it's just a great place to visit. You have to be there, especially this time of year during Halloween. From there, we round the corner, head through Hollywood land, and come back to Buena Vista Street, only to find that our same Headless Horseman statue has taken a life of its own. In the evening, it comes alive. The pumpkin comes alive with smoke and with fire from within. 
The horses light up with fire. There is a sense, and I mean, people are lined up to get a photo with the Headless Horseman here. There is a sense of horror and excitement as you see the Headless Horseman. You turn the corner from uh, there to the Carthay Circle Theater, seeing the bats coming out of the belfry. The entire street is bathed in purple lights. And that is, and you see the bats illuminated, and you just, you end your stay in this, in this bath of purple as you exit the park. It is the couple together, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. You cannot ask for two parks that create a bigger Halloween experience than these two combined. There is no place you can go to get more Halloween in two parks. So if you ever get a chance, once we get past all the craziness um, of this pandemic, definitely check out Disneyland and Disney California Adventure during Halloween. Now, as we come to the conclusion of the season, make sure you've checked out all of our Halloween fun. Imagineer and Haunted Mansion author Jason Sorrell uh, helped us celebrate the Haunted Mansion this year and it was just great to have him on it. You definitely want to hear this interview as he brings insights about people like Mark Davis, Claude Coates, and Raleigh Crump, and how they contributed, Ken Anderson, Exotensio, even Walt Disney, how they contributed to the Haunted Mansion and how the Haunted Mansion came to be what it is today. And oh, Disneyland, Disney and Halloween with Jim Corcus is another podcast. All these links are, by the way, on our show notes page. Jim Corcus covers all things about Halloween, from Tower of Terror to Haunted Mansion to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parties to some of our best Disney villains and insights on the Headless Horseman you may not know in terms of their connection to the Magic Kingdom. Finally, I have Halloween and the Magic Kingdom, and uh, we show all of the activities going on this year, the character cavalcades, we have videos, we showcase all the food that's not only at the Magic Kingdom, but throughout all the parks. All of the festivities have come, so make sure you check out everything we have to offer. And by the way, if you're not as familiar with Disneyland, definitely check out my video or my podcast, What We Love Most About Disneyland and What We Most Love About Disney California Adventure. It's all there for you and you definitely want to check it out. Well, thanks again for joining us for Disney at Play, our podcast, our show notes page, our videos at J. Jeff Cober. All of it is here to help you enjoy the best of Disney. Thanks for being a part. If you have a chance, head over to iTunes and please offer a positive rating if you feel inclined to do so, or maybe a kindly set of words. Thanks for those who have done so. And remember, wherever you go, whatever you do, whether it's Halloween or any other time of year, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a great day. We'll see you real soon. 